Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. I'm Juliette Sali alongside... Andrew Gagan. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> You've got your name. Your it says yeah. XX on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it feels like a Friday, doesn't it? It does. Uh, but in fact, it's Thursday. And look, of course, really impressive uh, moves yesterday. We have... Um, come off today what do we end up about half a third of a percent there we go four tenths yeah but the asx 200 is only i guess you can say down 19 points or a third of one percent and given that really big rally yesterday i don't think that's too bad it's interesting we knew energy was going to be a hit today on that oil price fall but uh a lot of the insurers came under pressure as well whereas there was quite a bit of a, a good pick up in some of the lithium players and iron ore players as well. Yeah, in fact, uh, materials that started pretty negatively, but uh, look, BHP ended up flat, uh, Fortescue is up. Yeah, that's certainly impressive as far as, you know, no one predicted where that iron ore price was going at the beginning of the year to be up well above uh, 130 US a tonne. And um, your gold has been another big mover this week in that sector. And that's Proved to be a little mixed today. It was the majors that actually did well, whereas the uh, the mid and smaller caps actually fell. Mm. All right, let's have a quick look at, I think, the energy space because we did talk about the fact that uh, oil was at that five-month low, the oil route, of course, that is one of our themes and uh, quite a bit of weakness coming through from some of those players. But the other big story, of course, was Perpetual saying no deal to Sol Pats. Yeah, because Solpat's the biggest shareholder in Perpetual. Perpetual coming out with that strategy of splitting its business. Um, so uh, Solpat's wanting to buy the entire business. But, well, look, unsurprisingly, I mean, this is the way it's followed at the moment, isn't it, in the M&A mm. spaces, that a deal is lobbed. The target says, no, it's simply not enough. And that's the case here. Yeah, it's the way you should probably date too. say, look, I'm <laughs> worth more than that. And City was actually saying today they think that, you know, Perpetual could now have more suitors, so to speak. Um, let's talk as well, potentially these new heights for the Aussie Battler. I was just talking to DB Swiss about the, the potential cracks you could see further in the greenback over the next year in 2024, particularly if the Fed does start to cut. And City is saying, look, we could get to 76 cents, which I think Peter Dragovich. Yeah, Peter Dragovich told me a while ago that he thinks that's where fair value 76. is. Anyway, yeah. Um, maybe you should reconsider your overseas trip. I should. I should. Um, I might go to Hawaii and spend all my money there. <laughs> right. um, now we're going to look at the energy space uh, or sector because, of course, we did see some weakness. But then, you know, that chart is making a liar of me because some of the stocks have closed higher on the close. A bit of buying. Woodside up by a quarter of 1%. Santos up by 1.2%. So they did spark a bit of a turnaround. Also, 
there, and this was reported in the Fin today, rumours that Woodside and Santos could be talking about a merger. Wow, that would be huge. Um, yeah, a real consolidation in the energy sector if that were to trans, uh, transpire, of course. So uh, that's one to watch. And let's have a quick look at the banks as well. Um, mostly lower Westpac up by about a tenth of 1%. And Andrew, just taking a look at the healthcare space as well. Yeah, uh, there we can see just a little mix, but look, the biggest one there, CSL, came off uh, more than half a percent, so that tended to drag the entire sector down. But uh, Sonic also in play as well at the moment. And uh, I think we'll just move along to some of the top stories we've been following as well. If we can have a look at uh, some of those stocks, Medibank, of course, increasing its investment into MyHealth. That will take its shareholding from 49% to 90% for around $51 million. And Medibank shares were down or are down around 2% on the close. Seven West Media, uh, more than 1% lower. Well, in fact, that's saying it's flat there. But this is after Chief Executive uh, James Warburton announced he's stepping away from the business. Um, in fact, I think that will be effective as of the end of the financial year, so mid-next year. Yeah, the CFO to take over. Boss Energy, a big decliner today, tapping the market for $205 million to fund a mine. I think it needs 215 in total, but it did was came out of that trading halt uh, following that cap raise. GQG Partners uh, funds other management of more than $112 million at the end of November. That marks net inflows of $9 billion for the first 11 months of this year. And of course, we talked about Perpetual saying no thanks to Soul Pats, and uh, they closed lower by around 3%. Uh, of course, Perpetual saying not in their best interest and uh, a little bit of weakness coming through today from Sol Patterson. Well, which was in fact our stock of the day. Well, stocks of the day because consideration for both Soul Pats and Perpetual. Let's uh, have a listen to uh, what our experts thought. Five, 10 years on Perpetual, it's been a shocker. Right. I remember it was $40 probably 15, 20 years ago, and it was $70 at some stage before the GFC. Definitely in favour of what obviously sold Pats because they're taking the two best assets out of the Perpetual brand. Um, the funds under administration of the corporate trust business actually had a takeover offer from a Japanese company last year, and that was rejected on the obviously on the grounds of value. And that is the growing part of the business, and it's the stickiest part of the business because once it's a really um, hard and tedious process to get the companies in and the um, corporate trust in, and once they're in, they don't really leave. So this is a growing market, especially in the US. So the fact that Perpetual has it is a really strong part, but obviously Solpats absolutely wants to take it off their hands. Um, leaving the assets under management for um, Perpetual is, again, the shareholders probably won't be too happy about that because they're losing the two, the two biggest parts of the company to Sol Pats. All right, so a lot to watch in that space. All right, well, let's uh, welcome to the COB, Fraser McLeod from Shore and Partners. Fraser, a very good afternoon to you. Uh, just taking a look at what's going on at the moment, of course, a lot of talk about energy, given where that oil price has gone. Elsewhere in energy, uranium, I know that is a favoured sector of yours with that news uh, just in terms of Boss Energy. Uh, its shares coming off considerably after resuming trading as it looks to, um, yeah. well, it's raising around like 200 million for mm -hmm. a, to, uh, a new acquisition there. 
Yes, uh, they are. So we, we were big fans of, uh, of Boss. Uh, it has the, the share price of Boss has doubled um, over the course of the, the last year. Now, um, with Boss, um, we do currently have a sell position on the stock simply from the fact that uh, we, we thought it would take a little while for it to grow into its valuation at, uh, at current prices. And uh, we were probably right on that. There's lots of... Um, uh, lots of prospects of uh, much more uh, M&A happening within the uranium sector. What they're doing is they're buying a 30% stake in a mine in North America and Texas uh, called the, the Alta Mesa mine. That's owned by Encore, which is uh, a North American um, uranium producer. Now, they, there's a lot of collaboration you probably find within the uranium sector. The, the, problem, the main problem is that uh, demand is very, very certain. Uh, so we know that utilities need to contract. They need the volumes out of the ground. No one really around the world uh, in any great um, uh, impression knows exactly where those uh, those uranium pounds are going to come from. Uh, BOSS is, is certainly central to delivering the near-term pounds into the market. Uh, but uh, the, the, this bull market is continuing because um, the, uh, the, the there just is a, a lack of pounds that can be brought to market. So probably this one is a bit more strategic than anything else. You have that, that 30% stake doesn't give them control, but it does give them the ability to be able to collaborate, a bit of a, a bit of a technology sharing as well. And crucially, um, for both parties to be able to to tap into, uh, Boss has some uh, some uranium on hand that uh, that is warehoused. Um, so it's all about who can deliver uh, and contract to market uh, in more of a guaranteed fashion to the utilities, mm. uh, because that's what utilities need. Fraser, I just did a quick Google search on Harvey Norman and a story comes up about a beetle being detected in a bed. I assume we're not talking about that, but you think that the stock more broadly is cheap, even though some are saying it's undervalued. Why do you think it's cheap for a reason? Oh, yeah, I think it's I think it, it, it's cheap for a reason, and um, and the, the reason being that it probably should should stay cheap. I mean, in my opinion, but uh, I mean, anecdotally, have you been into to Harvey Norman recently? I was in a few weeks ago, and uh, and it was pretty empty. Um, mm. So, uh, in the AGM update last week from Harvey Norman, um, they showed negative sales growth everywhere across the world. You know, they're not just an Aussie business. Um, they've got businesses in Europe and in NZ as well. Um, they even more of a worry is that um, it's a bit of a mixed uh, consumer environment. Uh, but consumer so far has has held up um, here and overseas. But uh, but they're losing market share. Um, if you're losing market share, so JB Hi-Fi are the good guys. That's not a good sign. Um, the market is discounting the stock, um, so it's only trading on um, a PE of about twelve. I think maybe twelve and a half somewhere in that sort of region. But uh, so that places them on quite a big um, industrial ASX um, uh, discount. The discount's are nearly 40% um, to other comparable businesses, but um, uh, that's because it's just not tempting. I mean, the, you, with, with sales on the decline structurally in the market that, um, that could be filling the consumer pinch, um, uh, I wouldn't be buying Harvey Norman yet, uh, in my opinion. So a um, bit of a tough one to be able to, um, to, to really get a push behind on that one. Yeah, clearly you've got to be very selective in the retail space at the moment, as you mentioned, Fraser, given the pressure that consumers are under at the moment. So uh, you'd imagine that's only going to get worse as the economy will weaken from here. Elsewhere, um, I see you got your eyes on closed the loop. So this is about what sustainable solutions, about recycling and coming up with uh, recyclable packaging as well. Yeah, look, this is uh, so. Close the loop is um, not. It's a small cap stock. It's um, 
it's one that uh, perhaps isn't uh, isn't covered terribly well. But um, we've recently taken coverage on it um, and uh, and showing it to clients. It's uh, it's one of the the, the new stocks uh, from our pick uh, from our uh, analyst Larry Gandler, who's got a fantastic track record. Um, so uh, they they have um, they're more of a think of them as more of a pure ESG growth play. Uh, some of the ESG names have, have lost their shine over the course of the last year, but uh, but one certainly look at, to look at because it is cheap and uh, and probably uh, justifies um, a, a much higher share price. Um, in their AGM last week, um, your management stated of a, at least a $43 million of EBITDA for next year. So that means they're trading on about 4.8 times um, FY24. Um, that's very cheap in comparison to, to anything really that's out there. And um, it, but they're it's not a terribly exciting business, but it is quite a reliable business. They've got lots and lots of blue chip clients um, all around the world. They do a printage printer cartridge recycling, uh, and they also do some battery recycling as well. Plus, they've got a bit of a cash cow business that's been going for many years in packaging. Um, so, one to watch. Um, it is cheap. Um, it fundamentally, it looks good, and uh, and uh, we've got a seventy cent price target on the stock. So, you know, if you're looking for something that uh, that could double, um, not a not a bad place to be. Um, to be looking first. All right, that one sheep, not for a reason. As you say, it could double. We thank you as always, Fraser McLeod from Short and Partners. Let's have a look at uh, some of the after close leaders and laggards now, because we have closed out the session. Perpetual there, of course, no surprise, is leading the gains up by over 7%. And I mentioned earlier, there was quite a bit of buying in some of those lithium stocks. Uh, Andrew and, and Pilbara, certainly a front runner today. Yeah, uh, also Block doing well. A Zip is another one that has been doing well recently too. Just fascinating to see what's going on in that space, I guess, particularly as consumers both here and in the States feeling under pressure. So maybe they are turning to those buy now, pay later place and a bit of movement there uh, certainly as far as chalice and also magellan in the funds management space let's turn to those going in the wrong direction and Paladin Energy leading the board there, off by more than 6%. And I just uh, also said lithium was looking yeah. good, but obviously not core lithium, which is down one cent, but that means a near 5% drop for that company. Star Entertainment also in the red, Korean Energy and NIB Holdings rounding out the laggards. Let's uh, look at what's going on in the small space. Invictus Energy, now this is up 30%. This is on the basis of a gas find in Zimbabwe, Southern Africa. Yeah, yeah, Zimbabwe to be exact. So in fact, that was a Announced by the Zimbabwean government. So uh, potential there, obviously, for Invictus. I mentioned Zip. Um, wow, that's another huge move mm. today, mind you, coming off a very low base. And, uh, well, once again, lithium is back on the list there. <laughs> yeah, Atlantic up by 11.5%. The small end of town loses today. Raiden Resources off by almost 13%. 40 as memory, we've been following that one. I think it had a broker a downgrade as well today, so off by about 8%. Caravan Minerals, Murray Cod, and People In also in that list. Let's have a look as well at what we're looking out for in terms of some of the movements tonight. And, of course, it's going to be that key data on jobless claims in the US. Well, in fact, we've got a raft of jobs started coming to us from the States. We had ADP overnight. Look, we are seeing some weakness emerge there, particularly uh, as the jobless rate tends to increase. It'll be rounded out 
uh, the big number uh, looking for on Friday, just as far as the non-farm payrolls are concerned. Uh, also got uh, inventories and consumer credit figures there out of the states as well. And uh, some, uh, well, those earnings continuing stateside too, Broadcom, DocuSign, Dollar General and Lululemon. Yes, a bit of a pulse check there on some of the, the retailers with Lululemon. Let's have a look at what we are going to see on our market or in the region, I should say, tomorrow. Um, Washington H. Sol Patterson holding its AGM, so that'll be interesting, it updating its shareholders on that. Uh, failed so far takeover bid for Perpetual. Uh, across the ditch, we'll be looking at uh, Kiwi Manufacturing PMI. And then later tomorrow, of course, Friday night, it's that big one, the, the US jobs report for November. All right, so let's just wrap then where we have been today. Um, as we mentioned, off the back of that, um, that stellar close we had yesterday, we have come off today, as you can see, on the CBO 200, we're off about four tenths of a percent. And I'll just give you a read on the ASX 200 down 19 points on the close, a third of 1%, 7,159. But, you know, as we said, a very, very big rally yesterday. Maybe what goes up might come down just a little bit. And, of course, we'll wait to see what Friday has in store for us. And you're going to be back. You're going to go home and go to bed now because you're going to be back bright and early, aren't you? Why do I leave? What, <laughs> why should I bother? Put a, put a mattress out in the studio. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> hey, uh, great to have you coming. Of course, we will do it all again. Uh, join us uh, tomorrow. Thanks for watching and listening.